Hello listeners, this is Andrew. Um, so this series, Cyberpunk, it's going to be a little bit more of a serious campaign than anything else that we've put out. In addition, we're going to try something a little bit new. We're going to make this a more narrative-driven podcast. So we're still doing dice rolls, but the results have been edited out. And what you hear is the end result. We hope that this is going to create a more cinematic feel. So instead of just hearing a normal recorded session like an actual play, uh, I'm hoping that this is going to be more closer to how it sounds like when a friend tells another friend about their adventure. How, you know, because there's times when players go up and they say, oh man, you, I can't believe it, you should have been there. You know, we were going through this cave and this giant swimmer goblins was all, I'm King Goblin! And, and I need all of my goblin gold that you're trying to steal. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming for a special announcement. From CEO of Dinalar Industries, Camilla Bancroft. We take you now to the press conference live. As you know, there have been rumors on the net about a bill being worked on that my name is attached to, a proposal to decriminalize technological research of artificial intelligence. These rumors are indeed true. We've been under the thumb of a flawed system that hinders world-enhancing research for too long. The Singularity Act of 2012 was a draconian law signed into place during a time of paranoia. The old Senate fat cats feared change and are concerned with irrational scenarios rather than the inherent benefits this bill can create. There will be a press conference detailing this bill in the days leading up to its proposal. Thank you. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. And there's this giant huge fanfare and everybody's pumped about it, you know. And it's, you know, I want it to be more like that, I guess you know, is, is, is what my goal is. Anyways, so please enjoy our take on Cyberpunk. Through the power of hedonistic role-playing games, a group of friends unknowingly awakens a slumbering evil. <laughs> Bursting forth from his ancient tomb beneath the floorboards arises the Lich. Welcome to Tales from the Lich. The year is 2020. The government no longer has the control it once had. In its place, corporations have taken over. Big tobacco, oil, pharmacom, and organized crime now make the rules, using senators as mouthpieces for their agendas. In this near future, cybernetic enhancements have become commonplace. The citizens of Night City do whatever they can to eke out a living. When the augmented resort to crime, a special division of Night City Police is sent out, the Psycho Squad. This story follows Precinct 13's Psycho Squad during a typical week of work. On a crisp, breezy Wednesday morning, Citizens of Night City are beginning to make their 8 a.m. commute. Outside the NCPD Precinct 13, three officers begin to make their way indoors. The first, a woman named Selfie. Her arms and legs replaced with cybernetic limbs. I have a shaved head. I have very, very dark skin. 
I'm wearing a black leotard. Behind her, a man whose name tag reads Officer Cox. Yeah, I'm wearing just standard cop uniform, but it's short sleeve. I have fingerless gloves, I have glasses on, and my hair's parted, you know, right at the side here, just straight over. A little bigger, I'm smoking, and I'm chewing a lot of gum. Lagging behind, powering through another hangover, is Detective Lang. My name is Jimmy Lang. I'm about 5'10". Uh, I was transferred here from Homicide. I wear a dress shirt and slacks and a tie and a, a mesh weave trench coat. I have kind of short hair, I'm vaguely Asian, and I look like it just uh, look like I drink a lot. I got the bags under the eyes. The officers walk down the entrance of Precinct 13, passing the desk sergeant. The building's speakers boom with a pre-recorded message. You now have the option to repent of your sins and be electrocuted on the premises. If you elect this option, please contact the nearest officer who will lead you to an open booth. As the officers continue through the precinct, they pass a door labeled Dispatcher's Room. Looking through the window, Officer Cox sees that the room has been converted into a large pool. Blue and red neon lights pierce through the fog-like atmosphere that is wafting off the clear gelatin substance in the pool. A woman wearing a black wetsuit walks past Officer Cox and into the room, closing the door behind her, paying no attention to anyone. She slowly lowers herself into the pool. The woman wades into the center of the pool and reaches up with both hands. She pulls down a large black visor hanging by a series of wires and cables and places it on her face. With two fingers, she unhooks one of the wires from the headset and places the headphone jack tip into the base of her skull. She floats lifeless in the gel for a moment. Her body quivers. And then she returns to floating, surrounded by the haze. She opens her mouth, and as she begins to speak, the officers can hear her through their earpieces. NCP Dispatcher CB320 assuming control. I look over at Officer Cox and I say, Just another day in the office, huh? And I walk in. Yeah, what the hell? As the three officers walk into the debriefing room, they see two others already in the room. The debriefing room is a rundown office with paper thin walls. Yeah, Sonny Burr, he's a tall fella. He's currently wearing blue sweats on the top left. In white lettering, is Burr. On the back, Burr. PD issued sweats. These clothes are incredibly bulky, but he still fills them out. He's got a uh, buzz cut, blonde hair, and a large nose. Sitting on the opposite side of the room. You can call me kick drum. On kind of a spiked heel on my right cybernetically enhanced leg. My left arm is also a cyber arm, uh, completely replaced from the shoulder on down, and my right eye is, uh, is uh, replaced with cyber optics. Um, uh, otherwise, I'm wearing leather and Kevlar all the way around, and I always wear this. I hardly ever shower. I have an average body type. I say wrecked him. Damn near fucked him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, that was funny. I, I pull up a chair opposite side of the room. I'm going to go on the opposite side of the room, too. I, I'm going to pull up the chair behind Burr and sit down. Hey, Burr, how'd you end up in Psycho Squad? 
is where the best jobs are. Wait, you mean to tell me you volunteer for this? I want to kill bad guys. I want to kill them bad. Holy shit. Well, sounds good to me, buddy. I lean back. Chief comes in. Alright, everybody, shut the fuck up. I don't care. You guys are in Psycho Squad, which means you fucked up, and I also don't care. Um, let's see. We don't have any normal leaders, so we're gonna go with da 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 da. Lang, guess what? You're leading the Psycho Squad this week. Congratulations. Oh, come, come, the, come the fuck on, Chief. I just. I don't. Who, oh, you want two weeks of Psycho Squad and see if you survive? Alright, that's fine. With is this me. Dax? Oh, fuck it. Anyways, look, get to know each other, go gear up. Milling around the debriefing room, Officer Lang walks over to the wall-mounted TV and turns it on. As he does, Sonny Burr walks out of the room and begins stretching his legs. Hello, Night City. You're watching Buzz TV. Up next, it's everyone's favorite talk show. That's right, it's Box Talk with Tony Hawk. This is Box Talk with Tony Hawk. We have with us CEO of Dynalar Technologies, the leading manufacturer of cybernetic limbs for women. Camilla, welcome. Thank you for having me. So a huge bombshell dropped yesterday. Ha, yes, I suppose so. A bill to allow AI research. I only have one question. Why? It's quite simple, really. AI is logical. In these times, wouldn't that logic be a refreshing change? But you're not afraid of the singularity. Please. The fear of AI taking over and enslaving or committing mass genocide to the human race is wet brain thinking. Look at where we are in 2020. Cybernetic limbs, chip brains. Most of Night City is more robotic than human anymore. It's a logical next step. That was Box Talk, everyone's favorite one-minute talk show. Up next, a trailer for the new summer blockbuster, To Hell and Back. I had the perfect life. Wife, kid... Stable job. All of it taken away from me in a heartbeat. No! Damn it, Chief! That psycho murdered my wife and daughter and he's still out there on the loose. We're doing all we can. The guy's a ghost. Might have already skipped the country. I'm sorry, man. Well, if you can't help, what the hell good are you? It took me months to find him. It took you long enough. <laughs> you took everything from me. Everything! Catch me if you can. Nowhere to run now. I got you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> See you in hell. Sooner than you think. Oh my god, he shot himself! He had nothing to lose, except his perp. Fueled by revenge, he won't stop until his family's murderer is brought to justice. Even if that means going to hell and back. So, this is hell. Huh. I, I sit back on the desk while this is playing and take a big nick from my wild turkey bottle, and I'm just shaking my head in disbelief. My head is uh, lowered, and I am uh, wiping tears from my eyes, trying to hide them. 
Hey man, what's your name? You can call me Kick Drum. Or just Kick, whatever. You alright, Kick? What's going on, man? Yeah, man, yeah, man, I'm alright. Just fuck, leave me alone. You know, I just got, I'm just trying to get to know people, man. Yeah, we're, so you ready to get out there and kick some ass this week? Fuck yeah, I am. Good. That's what I like to hear. Kick Drum. Get the shit out of those fucking ogs. Hey, Bird. Getting ready? Gotta stay loose. Absolutely, man, absolutely. There's a lot of psychos out there. And I, you know... Absolutely. I, for one, I plan on making it through this week. I don't know about you. Why would I plan on not making it through? Well, you know, Psycho Squad's got a bit of a rep. A rep for getting cops killed. I'm gonna go back to stretching. So... I don't know when this assignment's gonna come in, but I want you boys loaded up and ready. Have you all been to the requisition office? Yeah, yeah. What kind of gear are you packing? I show him my standard issue Federated Arms 9mm. You got one pistol? Yes, just Psycho Squad. You ever been face to face with a Psycho Boy? Yeah, yeah, I've got a Federated pistol for that. Alright, well, at least you're a piece of meat to put in the front. What about you, Kick? Well, I got my, uh, Trusty sidearm here, Cheryl. Cheryl, beautiful. Yeah, sawed off double barrel. Works good when they're in close. And uh, otherwise, I'm just uh, loaded up here to get you guys back in the fight. Hey, Burr, what about you? What are you packing? I pull out my Colt AMT Model 2000. Hey, that is hot. All right. This guy knows he's on Psycho Squad, unlike some of you. Hey, I didn't catch your name over there, girly. Hello. You're the leader of this mission, correct? Yeah, so, uh, name? Selfie. Yeah, what kind of weaponry you got, Selfie? I have an assault rifle. An assault rifle. <laughs> and a machete. You packing the, uh, Arasaka Rapid Assault Shot 12, or the AKR-20? The Ronin. Oh, a little bit exotic. I like that. Well, boys, that's all very cute and everything, but I, uh, and I reach into the, into the locker, which is along the wall, and I pull out this gigantic fucking tank-busting, uranium-firing god rifle, and I lean it against my shoulder, and I say, but I like to come well-equipped. I ain't got the ogs like all of y'all. Um, there's pretty. What's her name? You know, I ain't got a name for her yet. I'm thinking of something that's pretty as Cheryl, though. Mm. You know what you should call it? What's that? Dung Factory. Dung Factory? Yeah. You sure you aren't... You're supposed to be on Psycho Squad, or you're supposed to be up against Psycho Squad? What? Cox? You think this is some chicken shit outfit where you can clown around with your little pistol? Hey, just because you got elected, it doesn't mean you deserve it. Yeah? Deserve it or not, I am. And I don't need your joking around. Yes, sir. I'm gonna get a cup of coffee. Go to the coffee room. This coffee is old and it's thick like tar and stale. Probably made during the night shift sometime, and they haven't made new coffee yet. <sighs> night City Special, just like I like it. I pour wild turkey into my sludge. Attention, shots fired. Northeastern District, Bank of America. Officers requesting assistance. Alright, we got shots fired at Bank of America. Everyone up to the helipad. Let's go. 
we going? Bank of America, uh, where are we going? Come on, Chief. Kittredge, at Bank of America. All right, strap in. Dispatch to all available units. Two suspects. Officers report heavy augmentations. First assignment on Psycho Squad, boys. You ready? Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Officers under fire. Request immediate backup. Sonny Burr reaches down and begins typing on his deck. His finger hits send as he continues to stare forward. A message leaves from his deck and heads into the metaverse. The metaverse. Where there were once message boards and websites, everything now is a fully explorable landscape and virtual reality. A bank's website may look like the bank itself. Or it could be a mile-high obelisk, depending on who coded it. People who explore the metaverse have their own personal avatar who can look like anything they want, be it the ideal version of themselves, or a giant floating seahorse that shoots flames out of its nostrils. The possibilities are only limited by the user's imagination. Sonny's message finds itself traveling at light speed past the miles of bizarre architecture of the metaverse, before dropping to ground level where it stops in front of a man. The man is standing next to a pirated music site that in the metaverse looks like a vintage record store. The message hovers in front of the man and expands. It reads, Code 3, Bank of America. Could use your help. Burr. Oh yeah! It's from uh, Little Benny, Pinocchio. Give me a text. Patience hops a few nodes with ease and projects himself on the monitor in the transport helicopter. The image presented is a green-tinted floating head, resembling a troll with slicked back black hair and a long crooked nose. Who's this asshole? Hey there! Boys need some help from a hacker? I got skills, I can help you out. We can see what happens. Psycho Squad, big guys, let's go! What are you, freelance or something? You assigned this? Oh squad? yeah, I'm on vacation, man. I'm retired. Time to have some fun, though. Let's go. Yeah, Who's we got we got perps at the at the north side front entrance of the Bank of America. What's your name again? Boom. Name's Patience. That's all I go by now, Mister Lin. Patience, you help us get in there. Oh, wait. you got it, Mister Lin. Wait, 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 wait. You just gotta talk to this dickhead. Yeah. Hey Everyone there, Bubblegum. Keep your opinions to yourself. It's time to get going. It's time to rock and roll. Let's go. Listen up, Cox. I got news for you. If you're on Psycho Squad, you're already a dickhead. As the chopper hovers over the bank, gunfire echoes as a steel hailstorm rains down on the black and white vehicles. Alright, what are we doing, boys? Yo, fellas, just going through the top. Drop right down. Is that you, kick drunk? Come on, let's go down. Go down. Yeah, yeah, buddy, let's go. <laughs> Take us to the roof. To the roof. The helicopter hovers near the roof, allowing Psycho Squad to rappel down. Shortly after, it takes off to assist another unit five blocks down. Night City is waking up for another day. Kick drum, you're in front. Burr, yes, right behind him. Yes, sir, where are we heading? Down, try and break your way down in there. I'm gonna start punching the roof. Sonny Burr begins to slam his arms down on the roof each hit leaving an impact crater. You getting us through this roof or not there, Patience? Patience prepares for a daunting hack with black ice and proxy shields ready. But as he heads into the bank server, he sees the ports are wide open. Someone had already hacked into this. Looking through the security cameras, Patience is able to see the two perps, 
hunkered down near the bank vault, firing blind at the police officers outside. With a quick scan, patient sees the perps are holding FA Tech 2 assault machine guns. Nunchucks are affixed to their back, and both are sporting vamps. Hydraulic titanium vampire fangs implanted into a person's skull, designed to tear through flesh rapidly. Alright boys, you're dealing with FA Tech manufactured vamp? You got some vampire hydraulic fangs? You wanna go there, fall down there? Be careful. And at the same time, I'm trying to beat down the door. Hey, kick drum! We got a hole right here, get in there! Fuck you, I'm gonna flank the bitches! You gonna let Burr here take all your kills? So basically, I dive. Normal, like, dive into a pool, onto the ground, knowing that my cyber arms are going to be able to handle the impact. And then, I immediately handspring forward towards the enemies. And running forward, shooting my pistol at them while my left arm with my assault rifle starts to deploy. Sonny begins opening fire. His bullets graze the leg of one perp, revealing the dull chrome leg in replace of flesh. The perps turn and focus their fire on Sonny Burr. Their low caliber bullets shatter on contact as they hit Sonny's chest. I'm going to upload an image of the area to um, the leader. Detective Lang, you get a uh, blueprint uploaded onto your onto your phone yeah. of this bank. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I just I aim my rifle down the, down the hole and I'll fire the one that last shot at Burr. Officer Lang fires his assault rifle. The bullet misses its mark and ricochets off Sonny's dermal-plated back and into a fluorescent light. Patience notices that the perps appear to be plugged into the bank's computers, trying to hack the vault while keeping the police at bay. Patience executes Murphy's program, a program that is designed to cause systems to launch programs at random. The program finds its way into one of the perp's legs' operating systems. He topples to the tiled floors as leg spasms in unnatural ways. What the fuck is going on? Oh, engine's running, but no one's driving. Officer Cox aims and fires his Federated Arms 9mm pistol at the perp who's no longer in control of his legs. The bullet crumples on the flailing leg, not even leaving a scuff mark. This guy's armed! I'm gonna continue charging, firing with my assault rifle. Okay, so you're firing, you shoot this guy right in the right shoulder, and he just passes out from the shock. Okay, I jump through the hole in the roof and land on the ground. I run for the other incapacitated assailant. I try to use this AUG as a shield. Uh, I'll have my uh, Ronin assault rifle ready, and then also on the other hand, my Federated Arm X 9mm. I'm going to cock my rifle while holding the 9mm so that I can shoot both at any time. Pointing at the other assailant that's flailing. Kick drum, you've broken through this access door. So uh, once I make it through the building there, once I make it uh, down into the main room that everyone is in, I uh, deploy my heel spike and I start pounding on the ground. That's the sound of your death, boy. See, he's on the ground and his legs aren't working. He's dropped his gun. His hydraulic fangs start firing up. I'm going to reach down with my cybernetic hand, and I'm going to stuff that into his mouth. I'm going to consult uh, patients. Patients, there. Yeah. We, got, we got any other perps in the building? Check the, check the cameras. All I see, Mr. Uh, Mr. Glenn. Oh, yeah, Mr. Glenn. I only see two. All right, thanks, patients. Pretty cushy first mission. Kickstart, finish him off. 
This one's mine. Should I call it in, boss? Call what in? That we're de- what, call we're, what in? We're done here. Well, we get the the perps aren't even in cuffs. Get down there and do your job. I'm gonna fire my gun at the perp. Ho! <laughs> Cox fires again. His bullet ricochets off the perp's leg. As it ricochets, it flies micrometers from Burr's face. I turn back and look at him. I'm just smiling. Patience, who's still on the bank's server, sees that he has access to the light system in the bank. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna flick the lights on and off, and I'm gonna start kind of singing. <laughs> What is, what is this? So I'm going to reach down, I'm going to grab him, three fingers in the mouth, three <laughs> fingers curled around his jaw, I'm going to lift him up, and I'm going to shake. So you grab onto his lower jaw, and you start shaking up and down, you just rip his jaw completely off. Blood is spraying everywhere, he's screaming, and then he passes out. I'm going to start taking care of the bleeding. So what I'm doing is I'm kneeling down into his gaping wound, so that the cloth on my knee... We'll try and clot up some of the bleeding. Uh, I am walking over uh, just very nonchalantly because they're both down, and then I'm going to take my spike heel in my right cybernetic leg and jam the entire thing into the perp's head that you're trying to administer first aid on to smash the entire head. As you're kind of like kneeling on this wound, this giant ball-peen hammer heel just slams into this guy's head and it just crushes open like a melon. I'm gonna stand up. I'm just gonna walk out the front doors. You're welcome. I'm just going to cuff the perps since I'm right by them. There's no need for my guns anymore. But I'm gonna look at kick drum and just shake my head. That does not make you more of a man. I know what I am. So I'm up on the roof and I, uh, I'm looking down at the situation down below. I, I get onto my uh, radio. Uh, perpetrators sent. At Bank of America, one down, one apprehended, uh, needy back. 10-4, Psycho Squad. Dispatch over and out. Fuck me. Welcome to Psycho Squad. I'm proud to announce our latest innovation, the Dynalar LMB 580 series. Using the latest in dermal weave lattice work, the 580 series is the most durable, lightweight, and realistic looking cyber limb yet. Our LMB 580 series comes in standard and deluxe packages. The deluxe series comes with nanofiber wires covered in a thermal and impact resistant sheathing and the new Spiral ID derma pouches. Only your fingerprint, biomedics, and voice passphrase combined will open it. With this deluxe model, the purse is now a thing of the past. Dynalar Technologies, building the best you possible. And remember, I'm not only the CEO, I'm also a customer. Until next time, sharpen your teeth. Follow The Lich's Life on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It can all be found at TalesFromTheLich.com. Hello, Selfie. Hello. 
Are you having fun in cyberpunk? I don't know why I would be having fun. Well, sometimes danger can be fun. I remember one time I went parasailing with, with, a, with a Puerto Rican man, and, and he strapped himself right into that little canopy anyways. And so, you, you're a pretty tough lady, aren't you? Mm. What, 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 what's your background? Where do you come from? Tanzania, originally. Yes, and is it a, was it a hard life? Is that how you got so, so intimidating and bald and gleaming? I'd rather not talk about my old life. Mm, that's fine. I'll talk about mine. I love it. <laughs> well, it uh, looks like a pretty dangerous job you have there, being part of a psycho squad. Yes, I agree. Mm, what kind of precautions do you take uh, to make sure you make it through the day? I make sure that my gun is fully loaded. Mm-hmm. Mm, excellent choice. Yes. Uh, do you know what I do when I get scared of the day? I'll ask you what? I stay in bed because it's warm and you can watch all the oranges the new black you want. It's <laughs> it's great. Andrew showed me. And then you don't have to go outside and no one no one tries to bug you or take your money or kick you in your little bony knees. Anyways, thanks for the interview. Um you're doing great. Thank you so much. Uh, you're beautiful. Wow. Great. Thank you. Hi, I'm Caleb. And I'm Dom. And I'm David, and we're a part of the Trailblazers podcast. What is Trailblazers, you're asking yourself right now? Well, our podcast is difficult to describe. Yeah, it's kind of like a Senate meeting, except with less filibusters and more rolling for initiative. It's like going to the movies, except instead of watching professional actors create compelling storylines, you're listening to a bunch of guys just pretending to be professional actors. It's sort of like going skiing with your friends, if your friends were able to cast spells, wield swords, and there was no skiing involved. It's like going to court, but with less arguing and... Wait, no. There's probably about the same amount of arguing. It's like going to the bank, but instead of tellers behind the windows, it's just three guys role-playing. So if any of that sounds good to you, then you'll love our actual play podcast where we get together and play the Pathfinder role-playing game. We'd love to have you guys join us every Tuesday on the Trailblazer Network on iTunes or at our website, tblazer.net. Hope to see you there. So wait, it's just a couple of guys playing Dungeons & Dragons? No, 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 are no, you no. crazy? It's called Pathfinder. What, are you trying to get us sued? 